0: For the first episode of Nimbus Magnifica, we read The Emperor's Soul by Brandon Sanderson. Uh, It's a 2012 fantasy novel. And according to Amazon, uh, it's very popular, 430 people say it's a really good idea. And in case you haven't taken the time to read it, I'm going to let you know what Amazon says this book is about so that you can follow along with the rest of the conversation. When Shay is caught replacing the Moon's scepter with her nearly flawless forgery, she must bargain for her life. An assassin has left the Emperor Ashravan without consciousness, a circumstance concealed only by the death of his wife. If the Emperor does not emerge after his hundred-day mourning period, the rule of the heritage faction will be forfeit, and the Empire will fall into chaos. Shay is given an impossible task to create, to forge, a new soul for the Emperor in less than 100 days, but her soul forgery is considered an abomination by her captors. She is confined to a tiny, Chamber guarded by a man who hates her, spied upon by politicians, and trapped behind a door sealed in her own blood. Shay's only possible ally is the Emperor's most loyal counselor, Gatona, who struggles to understand her true talent. Time is running out for Shay, forging while deducing the motivations of her captors. She needs a perfect plan to escape. Dot dot dot.
1: Oh, that's what you read? <laughs>
2: Hello, welcome to Nimbus Magnifica. I'm your host Ed, and I'm joined by
1: uh, I'm Tiffany, and I am Gabby.
2: Hey, we finally got all together! Yay, party, party us, right? <laughs> we did it. <laughs> what? Uh, first off, I want to thank whoever's listening to this because it it's our first episode, and and it's it was all done by word of mouth campaign, aka Twitter, the new word of mouth
0: grassroots
2: yeah we're so That's grassroots right. yeah it's so much better to be grassroots nowadays than it would to be grassroots back in like the 70s and hand out flyers like we could just <laughs> like we say we're grassroots and we like connected with people all over the world hypothetically
1: i even made up a new twitter account and everything for this yes
2: so. oh yeah Let, let's let's start with the plugs um the you can follow the show at nimbus magnifica on twitter and you can e- you can email us at nimbus magnifica at I'm at Edward Giordano.
0: I'm
1: at Tiff Langston. And I made up a very special account with a very special sci-fi fantasy name. So you can get me at, at Bree Starshine. Yay. At Twitter.com.
2: Yeah, at, Twitter, at Twitter.com. Yeah, so definitely can't wait for some emails to come in. We are, Well, we got, we got one from Angela, so we're going to read that later. Well, we got a tweet. But yeah, you know, small grassroots, we're grassroots, right? And And
1: Angela's awesome. Angela's
2: awesome, it's true. And we're going to begin with, what is the show about? What is the show about? Uh, It is a monthly sci-fi fantasy book club podcast. We're going to gather together every month, and we're going to talk about the book that we said we were going to talk about. And those who are listening probably saw the website, which was very cutely designed by my friend Julia. Julia at fancy can I so throw her a thank you if you want at on Twitter and yeah so so it looks the site's adorable and the first book was The Emperor's Soul by Brandon Sanderson my pick and then I picked the next book but we'll talk about we'll talk about the next two books at the end of the show I mean we don't want to we don't want to spend the whole time talking about that stuff right right okay so (laughs) Tiffany tell us about what sort of things attract you to a story so we can so we get a sense of of your your viewership.
0: Sure. Yeah. Um, I will say that uh, if I'm strolling through uh, Barnes & Noble, which is the only bookstore we have left out, or perusing Amazon, I would say that normally a sci-fi fantasy novel would not be my first pick necessarily. Um, I like trashy romance novels. I can't help
3: it. <laughs> I, I, mean, I love Fifty who Shades of like Grey, even tr- though it
0: was poorly written. Ah. Uh, Um, I like stories that are very character-driven, and so I will pick up a a book and read the blurb, and if I don't, if I can't remember the name of the character by the end of the blurb, I will put it back down, because obviously it did not grab
2: me. That, those are legitimate statements. I, I kind of am on your boat. Like, I'm reading, I'm reading a book right now. I'm, I'm trying to enjoy it, but it's, it's so much... Flowery language and descriptors and no like character movement—it's kind of frustrating. Exactly, exactly. I'm like, okay, it's gorgeous. Like, okay, this is gorgeous. Well, that's what you—that's what you show in the background of a movie. Not what. You, don't waste five pages on it, please. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> 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 and and uh, Gabby Gabzilla, if you will, at Gabzilla. That's not our Twitter name, but there is someone. No, it Twitter used to name. be,
1: but now it's not. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Yes. what 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 attracts you to a story in in a broad sense not not genre or anything but like what attracts you to a story in a broad sense
1: i am not only into character development i really like imagery like i remember back in the day and i hate saying that but um i used to be really into horror novels and Like, H.P. Lovecraft could go on for pages and pages about just describing one little thing. And that is very important to me. I want to understand the thing that's important, but I also really, really, really into the characters. Um, Sci-fi is not really... A genre, sci-fi fantasy is not really a genre that I've ever really been drawn to before. But as I'm, you know, just re-reading, just relearning how to read, ha-ha, as it were, um, I just, I take a really long time to read a book because I generally have to turn my brain off to kind of not be distracted by other stuff to enjoy a book. So I'll, normally I'll get in to something about 5 6 pages in, doze off for the night. But if something is really like really grips me, that seems important to me or somehow I tune into in some way shape or form, I could I could sit there and read something for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. So it's just pure fun entertainment to me.
2: That's why I like to read. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yes. Um well, and well, I guess I should talk about what what do I like? Even though I kind of gave a quick glimpse um i i don't know it's it's it has to be the right balance of things like it can't just be all action and it can't just be all all emotion and it can't be all imagery i like i like a good balance and striking that balance i mean is probably the the goal of many a writer out there so so yeah i I like good character driven story that is a definite definite thing i thought i was more sci-fi than i was fantasy but i was as i was looking at books that i wanted to read it i'm like i'm leaning a bit more fantasy more often than i expected so i Mm -hmm. so i'm so i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna struggle i'm struggling with that a little bit trying to push myself a bit more into sci-fi so it's more even on the show oh but Speaking of the show, which which we're which we're recording right now, how we're gonna do it? There, this is how the plan, anyways, is. And of course, you can send feedback at the appropriate things at the appropriate uh, contact menus <laughs> that I threw out at the beginning of the show. Is it's gonna be it's gonna be my choice for the first two weeks, and then it's gonna be we're gonna go Tiffany, Gabby, Shira, who was not here at. At Miss Winter Soldier, she'll be on the next episode most likely, hopefully, hopefully. She's on vacation this week, and she was sick last week. So, and she was she's on vacation next week too. So it's like, well, this is what's happening. But she nice to have all these vacations, right? Really? It must. So, so uh, Shire is coming back for next episode, hopefully, and and then and then you'll you'll get a chance to meet her as well. And then, and then after the four of us go, it's going to be a viewer's choice poll that we're going to put up and then the view, the viewers will choose. It's going to be, mm-hmm. it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun times. So yeah. Well,
3: hmm,
1: I wonder <laughs> what, the, I wonder
2: what they'll pick. I wonder what they'll pick. Well, I'm kind of, I'm think I already have some plans for the first viewer choice poll. So we're going to, we're going to hopefully do that just because that's what my plan is. Robot unicorns. No, what? no robot unicorns. Not, not i don't I don't think there's enough zombies versus unicorns might be on the list, but I don't think it's going to end up. maybe.
1: Oh, I'll find a robot unicorn book, and I will make you all read it,
2: ok. good to know. Good to know. Well, I mean, if it's your pick, <laughs> if it's your pick, it's your pick? That's right? right. That's right. ok. well, let's let's dive right into it. Our first book was "The Emperor's Soul" by Brandon Sanderson. And let's just let's just start off. Tiffany. Did you like the book? Did you not like the book, or what? Did, or okay, let's okay. Overall, just overall, what did you like the book? Yes,
0: um, I did like the book. It was very short, which I can appreciate from a starting off standpoint. Um, I don't appreciate the fact that it cost me almost twelve dollars for a book that was two hundred pages. But that's on me because I could have bought the Kindle version. I just didn't because I like to turn pages. um i felt like i was with it and was really great and then i felt like it wrapped up really really fast and i wish they could have spent maybe like 10 more pages kind of finishing it out but overall i I really did
2: enjoy it i totally agree with you right there Mm -hmm. that's that's like my main if i had a main complaint no i guess this is my main complaint is that the ending just like happened i was like no 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 more no what what
1: Thank you both so much for saying that because that's how I felt about it. like I was I was digging it, I was enjoying the book, it seemed to go at a decent pace, then all of a sudden like boom, the end happened with almost nothing in between I'm like, wait a minute, I thought I had missed something, like maybe skipped a page or two and I kept going back. I'm like, no, I really it just really all happened that fast at the end. It's
0: like yeah. when you're watching a movie and you're waiting for the the postscript after the credits. Like, I need just like a little bit
2: more. I don't know, like what what else would you've wanted at the end? Like, what could what could have made it more satisfying?
0: I really liked. I really wished that they had spent a little bit more time when she turned herself into a warrior and then started just kicking blood all over the place. Like, I was I was like, yes, vindication. Like, I wanted to see
1: more of her just
0: whooping up on people.
1: Yes. Yes, Yes. I agree. It was like, she, all the stuff was happening, she was in the cell,
2: and then boom, she was a warrior. I'm like,
1: what just happened? (laughs) I'm kind of a little confused.
2: Okay. I I guess I want to get to something specific right now. Okay. She said, she, okay, Shay, Shay, the main character, said that testing, using a, a stamp that hasn't been tested on a person is no bueno and shouldn't be done and you don't know the repercussions of that right right Right. she did say that correct Right. but she said that that one stamp of hers the one that made her made her into a peasant that made her afraid of traveling that made her not want to visit her uncle or her aunt she never tested that on herself so that was like something that frustrated me i was like but but you don't even know if it's gonna work the way you think it's gonna work because you never tested it or well, or maybe oh, she did test, point. or maybe she tested parts of it, but she never she never explicitly tested it the way she the way she made it seem like she would have to. Mm-hmm. Gabby, what did you think about the magic system? What do you think about it? The what? The magic system? Like, what do you think of the stamp magic? Stamp magic cool? Cool or not cool.
1: I had it's weird. Like I was so wrapped up in the house. Like, how does this happen? So everyone has stamps, and then you stamp yourself, and then you twist it. And how do you make it? Like, I was so wrapped up in that that I didn't kind of get why you needed multiples for the same person. Well, but then I guess it makes sense because if you're going to turn yourself sort of into a different person,
2: what do you mean by what do what do you be by multiples? Say like. Like what do you Like mean?
1: for like, I'm still stuck on the whole Shay thing, like where it's like, oh, well, this well she is had, mo- had multiple.
2: Well, she they were they were for different situations. Each of each of the the linchpin stamps were for a different situation.
1: Yeah, but couldn't she theoretically get herself to a point where she would for like, for instance, like the one where oh, like you're a super badass and you forget your family that really didn't exist. Um, that you would completely forget the fact that you could do all these other things.
2: Well, it was it was written in there into those stamps that she mm-hmm. said the f- the those four stamps that she was she was allowed to keep her memory of her okay. true self. That's what she said. That's what she said. Yeah. Okay. And all we, uh, Shay's our she's our only narrator. That's the only person we could trust. What I, what I thought Brandon missed out an opportunity to. Well, I mean, I guess Shay did lie to us a little bit, because even in her head, she would quote Aunt Soul, and Mm -hmm. uh, what's the uncle's name? What's the uncle's name? Aunt Soul and Uncle something, which I should remember. I've listened to this book four times and read it twice, so I really (laughs) should remember. I really should remember. But um, so I thought there was going to be, like, there were so many lies going on that I wanted Shay to be lying to us as well. But she was kind of Mm -hmm. honest with us overall with little exception and would you would you have liked to see an unreliable narrator tiffany or was it better was it better that she was honest with us because there are so many lies going on
0: i think that it was better that she was honest with us especially once you get kind of to the sort of to the the climax of the book and and there needs to be some trust between me as a reader and her when she's getting to the point at the end and she is moving through her different sort of characterizations using her different personas and stuff. I think that it's really important for us to know her and believe her in her sort of standard form in order to make the rest of that kind of go over well.
2: Oh, yeah, I, I, I totally see that. I just thought mm-hmm. that there could have been a little bit of, like, unru- I, I kind of want her to be lying to us because I'm like, there's so many lies going on. It would just be awesome if at the end she was lying to us as well, like, or something. But I guess really?
1: maybe
3: not. I'm with... Uh, see, I so mean, I see, I see both sides. Off.
1: I'm totally with Tiffany because I'm like, I'm reading this book. I'm feeling this woman's journey. It's like, yeah. She, I mean, I mean in a, okay, so she's a forger. She creates something out of nothing for whatever reason, whether, you know, because she's paid well enough to recreate a painting or she's creating another whatever you know another table or whatever it is that that she's magically doing so she has this amazing gift that's seen as something that's bad. But yet, at the same time, it's like this cool gift. So well, I she's mean, like it's, letting it, us part in of on her secrets, letting us know her fears and whatever. And I would have been super pissed off if she was also lying to us as well, instead of being like, oh, I was scared because this dude showed up and, you know, or because of, you know, it's like, oh, well, I have 90, I have, you know, X amount of days to get this accomplished you know, and then she totally pulled the wool over everybody's eyes instead of like the bad guys as it were.
2: Okay. Um well the only part of her thing that's illegal is is stamping other people. That mm-hmm. is, like well, of course and of course she stole the painting. Now that, that was illegal, but making a replica <laughs> painting is not illegal in and of itself. Stealing the uh, painting is
1: Mm -hmm. and but passing it and also passing it off as legit is not cool
2: i know at the end of the book the book tells you shay cares about uh the emperor getting back his life but did you believe it like like when it when it it got to that point where she could have ran away and just like when she was when she was at that carpeted hallway and she could have left do you think do you think she really would have stayed like it happened in the book, or did you or not, or like yeah, thoughts on that well, Anyone? I
0: think you know being a craftswoman uh, she that was the ultimate you know the ultimate thing um and i do I believe that she wanted to see if, if she could do it um yeah, it would have been safe for her to just run, you know and she had would have had a better chance maybe of, of getting away. Um, but I think, I do think that she really wanted to see, oh, could I do this and then make it so that it fools, you know, everyone else as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, she had that whole pride, like she wanted, originally she just wanted the Moon Scepter on display, but having the Emperor on display, that's like, all new Mm -hmm. level, a whole new level. Now, uh, I I guess this is something that I was, I didn't catch this into my second listen through the audio book so forgive my my lack of (laughs) noticing this but i did not realize until the second listening that frava was a female and that like changed things like not a lot of things but i was like oh
0: i was like okay okay
2: did do you think do you think it was good that frava was a female or did it matter either way uh gabby any thoughts on this um it really didn't matter to me either. It did, oh, I—I oh, was saying because oh, no, okay. The reason it's interesting to me is it's—it's it's a fantasy world, and there's, and the two strongest characters in this book were female. I like hypothetically,
1: as it should be, indeed.
2: Well, I mean, I mean that's that's that in itself is interesting. I think that's a sign of our times. Like, I mean, the Katnisses of the world right
0: <laughs> i think oh. it also added kind of a layer to the story because when when she was you know creating the emperor's new essence or whatever and frabo was talking about having like back doors the idea of a woman being able to control this society even though obviously that didn't end up happening she didn't put any back doors in but i think it's important for the storytelling if you think of it sort of in the way that the world is set up it would be impossible for a woman to be the empress of, of this world. And so the fact that Fraba is a woman and if she were able to control the emperor, she would be able to control this sort of land, this region. Mm-hmm. I think is, it, they didn't really delve into that, but I think that that could have been, that could have been something interesting to look at.
2: Well, I just thought there was like lots of like, I think it was, a, it was a conscious decision on Brandon Sanderson's part to not make all the arbiters be five guys. Like, I, th- I think that was a... Con- I'm pretty sure that was a conscious decision. So it was interesting to have, like, this woman in a fantasy society being evil and controlling all this power. But not... Like, she wasn't just evil. She wasn't just, like, the evil queen of evil. She was just... She was just self-interested.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Because if you had just the evil queen of evil, then it would be, oh, there's a woman being a bitch. Or, you know, or, oh, like... I mean, come on, Shay doing what she does, I guess, for a living, not exactly the most upstanding citizen, you know? So it's still, in a way, if a woman was being horrible, or if a woman was being deceiving, it would still be a woman being something not necessarily good in this world, you know? Mm
2: -hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, okay, I guess this brings us, well, in my head, around the blood sealer. What are what are, uh, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on the blood sealer? Okay, you're 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 eyeing. So tell tell me tell me about your thoughts.
3: In
1: my head, well, the blood sealer was clearly a man.
2: Well, yeah, he was.
1: <laughs> that was, which kind of made me sad because he was um like, Well, I don't know. Like he was he was easily manipulated. I think of all the people that were manipulated within this story. Once, once Shay figured out his pattern, he was incredibly easy to manipulate. Right?
2: Yes, very true.
1: Sure. Yeah.
2: I'm. I mean, okay. So I thought it was interesting that he they talked about how he had white hair and like warm looking lips, like super dry Mm -hmm. or something. But get some freaking like like chapstick, I guess. Don't die. (laughs) But he's, like, he was, like, young. And that was, that was an interesting detail. And then you, like, you find out about his backstory, like, how he's in love with this girl. Although, there was, there was another flaw with this book that, that okay, in the letter he's that Shay wrote, I guess, I guess, so I guess you could take this for what it is. Shay wrote the letter saying that he was getting paid to do, to keep Shay locked up, when at the beginning Frava said that the only payment that he wanted was Shay's soul if she failed. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, but I guess Shay wrote the note. So I guess it's not from the blood sealer, but
1: yeah, but I'm, payment is still payment is still payment. Whether or not it's somebody's soul or well, whether it is something monetary.
2: Well, I mean, no, I no, I know, but he said the only payment he was getting was her soul. If she failed, yeah. that's why, that's why I'm saying that. Like he right. wasn't, he, according to Frava, he wasn't getting paid or gauna. But like now, it seemed
1: to me like the like they were just like just bad dudes in general. Like they were just out for blood and death and destruction, and they would take people's souls or whatnot. That's what made them extra super scary. True, right?
2: true. Okay. Well, are you more afraid of the blood sealer or of Shay? Because the society dictates you should be afraid of Shay and not of not of the blood sealer.
0: I think what Shay can do uh, with the forgery is a lot of a scarier proposition but if i'm just gonna get you know, ripped apart my soul stolen from me like what, what she can do is just a lot more a uh, lot more subterfuge his, his, yeah. his is very obvious I,
2: mm-hmm. I i totally agree like her her art was really wasn't soul stamping her art was deception on every level
3: mm-hmm.
2: like that was her thing like she like they could they could have called her a deceiver. They didn't even need to call her a soul stamper person. Like she's she's a deceiver. Like she she works people by knowing more about them and by pushing her boundaries slowly and maneuvering socially into their lives. Like by the end, by day like 80, like those guards were like what's going on? Like like why are we watching this person read a book all day? <laughs> I mean,
1: <laughs> Why are we watching this person make this really awesome table out of a lousy table all day or
3: yeah, right? like, marble floors
1: <laughs> or stained glass windows? <laughs> yeah, like, like as scary as it is to have to, the whole concept of having your, you know, being in paint having your soul ripped apart. I mean, even when they describe, once you're stamped, what you go through once the stamp is twisted into your body, sounds very unpleasant. At the same time, being, you know, being mentally, you know, I mean, being, being messed up in your head you know, once you realize it, once that, you know, that the little, that little snap, that little click goes off, you realize that you've been completely deceived. And that hurts something in your soul, in your insights, in your brain, then that can actually be more damaging to your psyche than something that could be damaging to yourself physically, I think.
2: It's like hypothetically, Shay could stamp you with something. And written in that stamp, it could be that you will never realize that you... that you were ever stamped
1: (laughs) oh that's messed up
2: and so i guess so i guess i guess Shay's a little scary she's a little scary she she acts all innocente in her narrative but don't don't let it let her fool you yeah
1: like she can mind f you while everyone else is like actually doing physical pain it all depends uh, i don't know like it's it's just it's all deception and it's all damaging to you in some way shape or form and none of it's good none of it's good at all
2: yeah it's true i'm gonna i'm gonna go to our to our one viewer question which i want to i want to <laughs> thank uh as i pull it up angela fowler for sending it in hi is, angela uh, yeah what up what up thanks for listening hi angela if you were a forger what would you forge that was the question let's start let's start with tiffany
0: oh goodness ah wow if i were a forger um if there would be any way that i could get a death star that would be kind of awesome.
2: Okay, so... Um, so, so what are I don't you, know if that's you necessarily co- you possible because if into I could turn like, my
0: Nissan Altima into a Death Star, but <laughs> as far as I understand forgery, you have to be making that item the best of its possible components, and I don't think that, that, is, that my Nissan is capable of becoming a Death Star. But if it was... Well, I mean, it has
2: to be believable. <laughs> the key the, to the, the, the deception is its believableness. Do you, does the <laughs> nissan see itself as the death star maybe if it's, I, itself as- um,
0: if it's owned by me it would um, <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: um tr- truthfully um wow i don't know i don't think about that one okay okay
2: on a smaller scale okay on a smaller scale would you would you like redecorate your house like crazy awesome like like is there a specific <laughs> motif you would like
0: Oh, if I could redecorate my house, I've been working on trying to get some granite countertops for forever. So, so uh, if I could turn uh, my laminate countertops into granite, uh, <laughs> and my dishwasher into some a new one, uh, and replace my garbage disposal, <laughs> joys of home ownership.
2: Yeah.
3: Yay. <laughs>
1: Yay!
2: Boo. Just kidding.
1: <laughs> boo, boo laminate. I'm, I'm happy.
2: I'm happy for everyone who's in escrow. I'm happy for all of you. <laughs> I'm happy for all of you. Okay, so Gabby, what about what about what about you?
1: I too am super weird like that, where initially I'm like, ooh, I would turn my studio apartment into a but then I thought, whoa, 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 my piece of garbage car. I think I would turn like I would use a stamp and I have my piece of garbage car. And it's not like I want something amazing like an Aston Martin with an ejector seat. I don't necessarily need the the best of the the, best of the the, best, but I would love to turn my car into maybe something a little newer, something a little more reliable, maybe a beautiful Volvo.
3: (laughs) Maybe with
1: a really, like a CC, maybe something with with a really cool... Like really something, a nice red convertible. I would trick my car into thinking of something new and beautiful with a GPS and
2: just amazingness. I think that's what I would do. That's a a good wish. I've been thinking about this a little (laughs) bit. Um, I definitely, okay, if I only had one soul stamp, I would definitely stamp myself with the history of a person who worked out every day for the past 10 years. (laughs) that's definitely what i'm doing like definitely definitely no question in my mind (laughs) if you're only giving me one that's the one i'm taking like oh i worked out all the time wait a
1: minute (laughs) fair enough (laughs) i want to be jillian michaels
2: (laughs) what are you talking about what What? you want to look like her no
1: i want to yeah i want to be some i think i no 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 i want a really awesome car that's true
2: okay I'm well okay I'm now now let's say let's say like is there is there some piece of n- knowledge you'd want to get like you're like if you could stamp yourself to like to hypothetically all of the matrix that's what i kind of think of like, <laughs> like, like like if you do if you do this you know kung fu like is there one thing you would want to know like like instantly that you know that you know not that much about like something you would like to become an expert of instantly is there is there anything like that tiffany
0: Something that I would like to become an expert at instantly. Um, yes. Uh, I I'm on my bucket list. I want to have a black belt in some form of martial arts. Ooh. Uh, so if I could make that happen, because I've just started, so I'm like baby baby beginner. Uh. <laughs> or um, I in my very uh, infrequent free time, uh, ice skate some. So if I could like make myself, like, an Olympic-caliber figure skater, that'd be kind of cool, too.
2: Oh, God, that makes me... That make, You know what that makes me think so? I would love to be able to do a freaking cartwheel. <laughs> like...
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: An
2: Olympic
3: ice
1: know, skater and do a freaking cartwheel. I would <laughs> like to do a...
2: It would be awesome to do a cartwheel. Oh, God, maybe I'm just too unhealthy. So, yeah, what, what about you, Gabby? Is there something you'd like to become an expert of instantly? Like, Chinese... Kind of you no, know, I don't Hebrew. want to be
1: like a Krav Maga um, agent. Hebrew <laughs> in person. No, I am actually very, very terrified of heights. I also do not have upper body strength, so I would love more than anything else to all of a sudden have both the knowledge and the strength. To, like, rock climb, like, straight up, like, I want to do some, like, serious, hardcore mountain climbing, just use my, the grips of my fingers and the tips of my toes and get to the very, very top of some amazing peak to be able to look down on the rest of the world. I would love to be able to do that. But like I
2: Kilimanjaro am or something? Terrified. <laughs> terrified. Very, very cool. now okay to bring it back around do you think shay really was ever going to use the stamp that made her forget everything like like did she was she ever really planning on using that ever or was that just there
0: i liked the fact that the option was there right like when, when she was sort of describing her different soul stamps and what they do. And, th- and that brings me to another kind of small issue that I had with this story was that I really would have loved to have seen her use some of those earlier instead of putting all of that in the you know, last 10, 15, 20 pages of the book. Um, but the fact that she gives herself that out I think is a really interesting concept. And do I think well, she would ever use it, though? No, probably not. Um, just because I think she likes... I think she actually likes... Having the power that being a forger brings her, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so no, I don't think she actually. It, but I like the fact that it was thrown into the story.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, I-, I guess I guess it begs the question: like, would you throw away all your life experiences for for whatever reason? Like,
0: but it brings it back to the question: was how many of those experiences were genuine, and how many of them came
1: from a stamp and a knife?
2: Oh, God, Ooh. who knows?
1: I mean, everybody needs needs a fail-safe device. I mean, seriously. Like, even the Death Star. <laughs> I mean, everybody everybody has... Ev- you need a fail-safe device. And if all of a sudden all of your, like, you know, four or, you know, your one or two, you know, any of your side plans don't work, you need something. It's, it's self-preservation. And, you know, if, like, if she couldn't be an awesome crazy ninja... Or if she wouldn't have all these experiences, of course you're going to throw a fail-safe device in there. I mean, you know, so that everybody else can be destroyed and you get to live regardless if you get to remember any of it or not. You know, it's just, it's total self-preservation. That's why she had that there.
2: Well, I guess I have another question that I want to ask you guys. By the end of the book, okay, in the beginning of the book, I didn't know how I felt about Gauna. But by the end of the book, I love Gauna. Now, what what were your feelings on him?
0: I definitely... Here's my thing. I yeah. felt like they went from him being, like, you're dishonest and blah, 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 to them being best friends a little too quickly for me personally. Like, I wish that, you know, the, she told him a little bit kind of about herself and, and you get the impression that he came around to her side but they spent so many pages sort of building up his distrust of her and her abilities that I felt like it kind of wrapped up a little too, a little too easily. But I was totally uh, on team Gautna when he threw the book in the fire. I was like, okay, okay.
2: Now that he, like after you got to see how the, like how the stamps worked, how he wasn't like, how he wasn't changed forever. Like how Shay wasn't destroying and creeping in his mind and, building a back door <laughs> that allowed that that forest to tell the guards to leave and allow her to run away or something. I think after he th- there was a significant amount of time like 30, 40 days passed. It just it's just quick f- from our view. Right. So I, I see, I'm hearing what you're saying, but I think I believed it.
1: It's weird because the the end of the book seemed to that's my only beef with it is that it seemed to Everything seemed to have wrapped up and gone so quickly towards the end I would have liked his personally I've seen a little more development I never distrusted his affinity for her in any way shape or form but towards it got but but as it got towards the end of the book I kind of felt like she was scamming him as well
2: Well I mean she was scamming him she was trying to scam him so she can get the her soul stamps back
1: so she could get her soul stamps, and that so inevitably, so that she could live. Did she have any feelings towards him? Maybe fatherly or grandfatherly or whatever. Sure, but I don't feel like he meant as much to her as she meant as much to him.
3: Mm-hmm. I
1: can see that.
0: Yeah, I well, think my okay. big one of my big problems too is I felt like there... I felt like the stakes weren't fleshed out enough, like the mo- by the time that I got into the story and I realized what her task was, there was no doubt in my mind that she was going to succeed. There was no doubt in my mind that she was going to live. There was no doubt in my mind she was going to get away at the end. Like I never for one point in this entire book, felt like her life was actually really in danger.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that had something to
2: do with the length of the story.
3: Yeah
2: Like well, I mean, uh, when the length could have implied that she just dies suddenly. <laughs> but no, I guess not. I Any mean, maybe. I don't know. Like, we keep saying the ending should have been longer, but should the book have been longer? Like, should the book have been 400 pages?
0: Maybe not 400, but it definitely could have been
2: another 100 pages. Because then we can see how long this book actually is. Uh, I think yeah. it's like 189 yeah. or something, I think. <laughs> yeah, it was, to me, it was like,
1: oh... I'm locked in this cell. I have to do this thing. They have another forger basically doing the same thing I'm doing. So I made a fake book to kind of trick the other forger so that I can keep myself alive while I'm trying to figure things out. And then, boom, I'm a ninja. That's kind of how it felt like it went. I liked it. Don't get me wrong. It was the first time I've actually been able to read... It was enjoyable. It was the first time I've been it able to read It was the first time you moment. were
2: able, able to read in your life? Right, oh, cool. God.
1: It <laughs> the first time I was <laughs> able to read in my life. Uh, on him... It kept me entertained enough to want to know what happened next. I didn't necessarily know what was going to happen next, which was nice because I didn't care. Oh, it's not, okay, I don't want to say I didn't care enough. Because I wanted to know what happened to Shay because I cared about her... But I wasn't in my, like, when I watch certain TV shows or certain, certain movies, in my head I kind of a formulated a formulated plan like, oh, this is what's going to happen next, or I think this is what's going to happen with the character. I was thoroughly enjoying the book. I was enjoying the ride, which I liked. But then the that little flip of the switch seemed to happen so fast to me that... I would have liked to have seen that prolonged a little bit. A little bit of anticipation would have been nice. But well, with, with, with how I, the
2: with how the chapters were structured, I don't think the chapters, I don't think there could have been more chapters. Like it had to be day 99. It had to be day 95. Right. Like, and but I just it wish they was, It could have I'm been sorry. longer. Those days could have been longer. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. But
1: at the same time, it was kind of fun. Where she's bored, she's in a cell, she has a blockage or whatever. Okay, well, you know what? I'm gonna turn the. I'm gonna change this floor. I'm going to learn the history of this particular rock. I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to, you know, trick them into, you know, I'm gonna have a more delightful space to be creative in. That I kind of liked because. I wouldn't have been able to, like, hang out in a dingy cell with some crappy table and some chair or whatever. It's like, oh, I'm going to make this space a little more palatable to me so that I can be a little more creative and a little more relaxed and do the job I got to do. That was cool. I know. That was cool. They, they,
2: the the palace should have straight up hired Shay to decorate the place after she was done. Yeah. The- <laughs> Like for real, like like this Absolutely. is your next room. We're trapping you in there until it's beautiful. Go.
1: <laughs> they should have sent her to IKEA. <laughs> oh God! I'm sorry,
2: Ikea.
1: Thomasville, and whatever she needed to do.
2: <laughs> right? I mean, uh, there, there's, there's so many good things I liked about the book. It's, and I thought the magic was. In many ways, well thought out, even though it's kind of it seems it could be kind of hokey, but it seemed really well thought out. Or at least there's an implication of there of it being thought like even if, even if it wasn't told to us, it was implied that it that it was well thought out, if nothing else. <laughs> um, What was uh, what was your favorite piece of magic that uh, Shay did in the room since we're discussing it?
0: Uh, I like the part with the stained glass window. I think uh, when to go back to the question you had really a long time ago about liking the magic. I felt like when they started sort of talking about how she was redoing the room, it um, gave an idea of really the scope of what that power actually do- can do—not the extent, but like at least give you an idea of how that how that works and functions.
2: Like how it worked, yeah. Like it gives you it gave you a. a- Concrete idea of what she could do, at least, or some things she could do. Exactly.
3: Hmm.
2: And what? Well, Any? What was your favorite part of the decorating? I know what mine was. Mine was the the wall mural. I thought that was cool, even though it was totally plucked in there. So they're like, look, you could use multiple soul stamps when designing a pretty thing. I realized that was kind of the point of the 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 wall mural but i like i liked the conversation that came from that they're like uh when when goutena walked into that he's like well i would have got you paints if you wanted me to get you paints and like you like you could have done like you could have done like and you say you could you could do this the only reason you could do the soul stamp is because you are technically capable of doing this at least in some capacity and i thought i really enjoyed that conversation it was like like is what is creating something that's a like a forgery is that art? And I think Shay was on the definite side of yes. Uh, I uh, I guess that was like that was like a big thing. Like, whoa, big moment. So that's why that was my favorite interior decorating moment.
1: <laughs> I clearly because I keep bringing it up. The best interior decorating moment of mine would be the damn table.
2: You just love Cause... that table. But you know what I don't know what inter- it is with me you just and want the a table, new table,
1: but I, it was he's... all about the table.
2: You just want a new table in your real life, but <laughs> I really,
1: I really kind of do. I'm having <laughs> spatial relation issues, and my current place and <laughs> table would be fantastic. Um, no, but I don't. This well, durability... what was interesting about
2: that table was that it was uh, not. It wasn't, it didn't, it didn't have any history. There was like, no, it was itself. It wasn't like, oh, this isn't a Greek table. This isn't a Roman table. This isn't an Italian table. This isn't Polish, Russian. It just, the table just is a better version of itself.
1: (laughs) It's a, it's, you know, it's just like really awesome table. And, you know, I made it and you guys like it. So sweet, whatever. No, but her ability to bend reality. I think is incredibly perceptive. And I can under I mean, huh? It's just amazing. And her yeah, her ability to bend reality and the fact that others buy it is amazing and that she can she can use her gift for good or she can use her gift for evil.
2: Okay. Whatever. Yeah. I I know I know in the narrative I know in the narrative, Shay was like, the job that Frava offered her was, was like, total BS from the conception. But, like, did you, like, there was a part of me that wanted to believe that it was true. Like, the job offer was legit. (laughs) Or, Or, or was it, was it, was it, in your minds, was it ever legit, even though Shay pretty much turned it down instantly? Like, oh, I'll say yes, even though I know this isn't real, and then it ended up not being real. Like she was she was so freaking clever, she like she knew about the other forger. I don't know. Like
3: Right. She. I guess
1: she's
2: Yeah.
1: She's clearly intelligent and she knows what's what. I mean she even says herself what when they even say like a plausibility is the key of forgery. Magical or not. So there always has to be Something that's legit that you can bounce off of. Well, yeah, so that, she that, that remi- has to that me be smart the... enough to know not only the history of the thing if it's a thing, but mm-hmm. everything—the true essence about the person if she's doing, if she's going to be reimagining the person to make it legit.
2: Well, th- that just reminds me of the. Uh... How how you can't turn a gold into lead because no one will believe it. But if you but if you forge a gold into lead, people will buy it like hook line and sinker. And it was it was just an interesting perspective on deception. Like you never hear of that, or like that isn't something I thought about anyways. So, so I thought I thought that revealed a lot. It's like you could make you could make something that's like really fantastic lame because people will accept it, but you can't make something that's lame awesome if people won't believe it <laughs> it's true it's true uh, to, to bring to bring to bring up the question that i kind of hinted at earlier what like do you think there's art in create like let's say let's say right now gabby you just you you left this podcast and you painted an exact replica of the mona lisa hypothetically <laughs> okay. this is all hypothetical this is hypothetical <laughs> What what is, is that art and if so, why? And if not, why? Go. Okay. T- tell me. Tell me.
1: Go. Okay. If Gabby the Forger was able to recreate the Mona Lisa, I would consider that art because Gabby, the actual Gabby, can barely draw a stick figure. So, yes. If I could convincingly. Recreate something else, then yeah. Now, if it's like a drawing of a pirate or a turtle from some stupid like ad in a magazine, no, not okay. But something as amazing as that, with even like the same brush strokes, sure, why not? That means not only am I, yeah, I draw the same feelings. Or the same, you know, the same things aren't going through my head, the same time, the same dedication isn't happening to that painting as as it had initially happened. But if I can get in tune enough to learn, you know, what what feelings were going on in, in the same head or like know exactly, study exactly what the same brushstrokes were, I think that's art as much as anything else has. It's not a true copy
2: to Tiffany is it is it a is it a lesser art like do you do you consider it like I guess we we kind of agree that it was art but is it is it not as valuable as art if it's just a copy
0: um I think that if the original work was considered art then a forgery would be considered art as well unless you like put a piece of paper over it and traced it because even though you did not have the original idea the the legitimacy of the work the original work being art is still there so even though you didn't come up with it like conceptualized it I think if you were able to recreate the art the art is still art mm-hmm.
2: the, the art is still art art is still art is yeah. that the first episode title just kidding art is still art <laughs> actually I'm probably gonna name it like episode yeah. one of the emperor's soul is <laughs> probably what's gonna be <laughs> but, but the, art is still art um uh, is there? Let's see. Do you, have, do you have any questions? I'm sure I can come up with something more. But, Tiffany, do you have any questions that you like to, that you would like to ask us?
0: Sure. Um, if you were Shay in the room,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you had the ability to. Cause what okay, so what I was thinking would be really cool is if she were making a stamp for like one of the guards, right? Like in my mind I'm thinking, oh, I want her to stamp one of the guards just so temporarily long enough for her to get out of there. Like I'm I'm creating a, a escape route in my mind for her. So my question to you is if the if she could how would you have liked to seen her escape other than the way that it actually happened in the book? Do you see any other way out?
2: I liked what she did with the blood sealer. I thought that was really like the key to her success was that Um, I am curious a bit what her real plan was because her real plan, because she, she did the, she made the bed like rotten and then the floor underneath, like the water damage. So I'm curious what the real plan was because obviously that, uh, that, that high level guard that was full of himself came by and kind of squashed the plans and changed things around on her. I guess her plan was gonna be was essentially cleaner than that. Mm, Did I see? Did I think there was any other way out? I don't think she could get out the front door. They had guards all the time. The blood seal, like the blood sealer, prevented her from leaving. What I did think was a little interesting was, I realize this is impractical, but but she expanded the room so that she so that she got more she got more space in it. (laughs) Like let's say hypothetically, she just kept expanding the room and expanding the room, like. (laughs) forever but then so so technically the blood sealer of power she would still be in that room mm-hmm. <laughs> the room would just be the size of the castle <laughs> uh, was was that was that never an option that crossed anyone else's mind
1: like oh I want more square footage <laughs> Just like that's what she was going after
2: I mean yeah why couldn't the room bend two floors people do that well, right then,
1: then- why couldn't she have, oh, okay, why can't I put a really awesome door to the outside world in my room and I can just walk out?
2: Because I think she was up a few floors, to be <laughs> honest, to be, to be honest. She
1: could have a door, walk out the door, walk down some stairs, and then happily just scamper off to her imaginary world with, with her fake aunt and uncle.
2: Oh, fake aunt and fake uncle. You know, he was sad. I did not... Same thing with Afrava being a woman. I did not realize that they were fake until the second time through. I was like, what? I was like, what, they're fake? Oh, they're
1: fake! She's quoting them, and they're fake. It made me sad that they were fake. Like, did she... Had she literally no recollection of a family or friends? Or had she had stamped herself multiple times where she had forgotten of her origin. I think, so, I, I think she mm. wanted to I think she
2: wanted to forget about her family because she wanted to keep them safe in case something like this were to happen. That's kind so of what I was thinking.
1: Ah, so maybe she used a failsafe safe once before and forgot her actual life.
2: Hmm. Ooh, I like possible. that possible possible.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right blew
2: your minds i don't think there's going to be a sequel because brandon sanderson like works all the time Uh, but if there were a sequel what would you like to see in see in it like what 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 would you like to explore would you like to explore shay like like something's wrong with the emperor or something's wrong with something else or like what like what's what's the problem that would be the sequel
0: I feel like the sequel would have to be in a different... It would have to be, I think, a different realm. Um, if something were wrong with the Emperor, they would just kill her, I think. I don't think she'd get a second chance. Uh, she made too big of a fool of them, I think, uh, in the original. I would like to kind of see it pick up right where it left off, like where she's like still trying to get away in her, you know, under the cover of night, trying to outrun the, the bad guys and, and that kind of thing and go from there.
2: Well, maybe... Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe... Well, I do like Shay a lot, but I would kind of wouldn't mind if there was a sequel from the perspective of Gowna up until like the Emperor Reign ends. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that would be interesting, but maybe not. Maybe it isn't. Maybe that's boring. That's why they didn't put it in there.
1: Wow. See, now, okay. Now I'm going to go with I want a Shay prequel.
2: A Shay prequel? I, well, yeah. yeah I want to know
1: where she came from. Like what... Like, legit, where she was a, did she come from? She came from, from a what small are village are and she origins? was afraid to
2: travel. She's, she came from a small village and she was afraid to travel. That's what she uh, told us. Really? <laughs> That's what she told us. That's what she that told she
1: could have lied.
2: No way. Shay, <laughs> lie. Huh? You Have you learned nothing from this book? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I've
1: learned people lie and manipulate the truth.
2: Mm. Well... Okay. And then, oh, Gabby, do you have any questions before we, before we go on to anything oh else? My God. Mm-hmm. I, uh,
1: I do not.
2: You do not have any questions? <laughs> Tiffany, do you have I, any other questions? Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, you do.
1: Maybe okay, I do. do. Maybe I do. So, okay. I live in a world where I consider science fiction fantasy to be either robots in outer space or hobbits. That's it. What about this book besides bending reality and forging makes this a science fiction fantasy book to you? The magic. <laughs> <Shut> up. <laughs> Thank you.
2: I mean, th- that I think that's what makes it fan- sci-fi fantasy because it's mm-hmm. it's dealing with an issue that isn't real. Mm-hmm. But I guess that I guess that that's kind of not very I don't know. I don't know. I, guess, I, I see your point that fantasy mm-hmm. has become very medieval. Like, that's kind of like the thing yes. that J.R.R. Tolkien made famous. That's the flagship that we're all riding on in the fantasy train. And the sci-fi is a bit more vague, but it's we do like a good space opera. Like, if it's in space, it's pretty much sci-fi, as we don't go mm-hmm. to space too often. Although, would I, I guess a... a A biopic on the Apollo Eleven would not be sci-fi because that happened, (laughs) right? So, so that Mm -hmm. involves space, technically, or like a dramatization of the of the Challenger craft or something. (laughs) Technically, that isn't sci-fi. Technically, that's not sci-fi, right? (laughs) This has happened. Or, or uh, Avengers. I'm pretty sure that happened too, right?
1: well you know shawarma who really likes I it didn't, didn't yeah. texas
2: chainsaw massacre say based on true events even though that doesn't necessarily say anything like <laughs> well like i crossed the street and in this book bu- in this movie this person crosses the street so therefore it is based on true events in space
1: <laughs> i want to see that movie
2: <laughs> about someone crossing a street in space
3: <laughs> i suppose that
2: would be that'd be interesting because <laughs> in there own are level. no
3: streets in space <laughs>
2: oh we could build some. If you, pl- if any of you played Settlers of Catan, you could. All you need is some like stone and some wood, and then there you go. Some wheat? Oh, no, no. A wheat? Oh. Some wheat. No grain, no gain. No grain, no gain. I might, I might buy that t-shirt because I like it a lot. Well,
0: I actually have a t-shirt that says "Yes, we Catan."
2: Oh, oh God! Yes, we Catan. Yes, we Catan oh god we might we might have to do an internet Catan game one day that might end up happening
1: <laughs> i have never played
2: it's like risk meets monopoly that's, oh that's my how i
1: it. that sounds that's, like the best ever
2: <laughs> that that's subterfused for gabby's sake that i'm not interested <laughs> just, just kidding <laughs> no I don't ex-
3: it sounds like fun <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, yeah that's a, that's a, oh god i love Settlers of Catan. the game was the best uh binge purchase or like random purchase i made at mall of america so so there you go true story based on actual events i went to mall of america that and then i and then i you couldn't you could have a mall of space in america i don't know okay I, okay okay i i'm going too far with this um well, I guess that is it. If you have any, if you have an exciting feedback for us, you could email us at nimbusmagnifica at gmail.com. You could tweet us at nimbusmagnifica, or you could tweet at any of us individually. Uh, Sh- <laughs> uh, Shira, I look forward to having you on our officially, so we have all four of us on. Once we have all four of us on once, then, then I can start taking on guests. I kind of want to get the listeners used to us and our voices and our craziness and then then we could add some more craziness, right? Yes. Right.
0: I don't know if we can take much more craziness.
2: (laughs) I think we can. I think, I think, I think we kind of figured a stride. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that, (laughs) I'm hoping we did. Where I
1: clearly make no sense ever and then
2: everybody else does. (laughs) Well, that's a stride if that's, if that's the case. (laughs) Whatever. I'm not I'm not denying, I'm not accepting. It just... (laughs) Low, low, low. Um, but our next episode, we're going to be recording again on September 15th, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes, which is before before Tiffany runs away to Switzerland. Hopefully it's Sweden, to return. but okay. Oh, right, that's, <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's, oh Sweden. Oh, wow. Was, oh, oh, I'm, oh, well, that's, it's still awesome and cold and stuff, right? I guess not now. It's not cold. <laughs> it's in well,
0: the 60s right
1: now.
2: Okay, so it's reasonable. Ooh, it's so hot so it's, right now. I
1: so it's mild. It's, yeah. it's like reasonable weather.
2: I'm a little jealous right now. I wish it was 60s in my room at the moment. I'm like sweating like pigs in a blanket. Do <laughs> pigs in a blanket. What? Who puts these pigs in their blankets?
1: I don't know, but they're delicious.
2: <laughs> yes. I guess they are. They so, are good.
1: <laughs> so what will we. What are you going to force us to read?
2: Oh, Ed, Ed has Ed. been very nice to pick a second book for us. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, it's um, it's going to be the Six Terra by R.S. Ah! Um I'll post. I'll post a little thing about it on the website NimbusMagnifica.wordpress.com. But uh, the Six Terra, you can find it on Amazon. I think I was looking at it last night. I think it's eleven dollars on Kindle and twelve dollars <gasps> physical copy. So take take your pick. I guess. <laughs> I,
1: I'm. Good. I think I'm going to go with the Kindle again, as I don't care about. Trees. I like to flip pages. <laughs> I like book. holding my really heavy iPad in my hand while I'm trying <laughs> to read. It it is it it helps me like boost the um you know boost my strength in my wrists and my hands. So it's kind of a workout for me. It's actually really funny because my husband read this book
0: too and he read it on the kindle so we have the kindle version and the paperback version oh so you really
2: spe- you really your family household has spent too much money on this book technically for <laughs> yeah, real like for it's real like 15
1: bucks uh, or you could go nook we don't have any sponsorship we don't care
0: yeah, you go nook, but you we go are nook. open to sponsorships uh barnes and
2: noble oh, oh, yeah barnes <laughs> and noble amazon audible yeah. audible likes to sponsor people and we like to be sponsored so
1: and his books like audible should totally be a sponsor I mean,
0: and, yeah, I mean,
2: I'm learning
1: how to read for the first time ever, so it's very important to me to get my to get my entertainment however I can.
2: True, true, true. And then our October pick, um, we haven't picked a date for that, but we do know the October pick. What what is it, Tiffany? What is the October pick?
0: Oh, okay. Um, well, I picked a uh, Princess of Mars, which, by, which is nice. Huh? By which is very and, nice. Your Rice Burrows. Which because is the book that the uh, widely panned and economically unsound John Carter was based on. But I liked the movie, so I want to read the book. I've never read it, so it'll be
3: interesting.
2: Uh, wow. But What's awesome about this book is it's free because it's out of copyright. So so our October book pick, A Princess of Mars, by uh, Edward Burroughs, you said? Something like that? Edgar Rice Burroughs. Edgar wow. Rice Burroughs. Uh, I know she just said it too. Um, it's out of copyright, so I already, I already, bu- I haven't even bought the Six Gun Terra yet. But I did, I did buy for zero dollars and zero cents the Prince of Mars. The second that Tiffany said that was gonna be her pick, I was like, yes, out of copyright. Wow, free, may, free. May
1: I blow your mind right now? I know, am I November?
2: Yes, you are November. Do you, I do have
1: you November drop- pick already. Ooh, okay. Ready? Do, do you want
2: to tell? Do you want to tell us? So we're so we're like all ready.
1: I I would. May I?
2: Yes, please go.
1: I'm going to go with not only one of my favorite books of all time, but my favorite one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh oh. A Uh Clockwork Orange by Anthony Burgess. Wow. Okay. I've I've
0: seen the movie. I was a film major, so of course I've seen the movie Mm -hmm. not read the book. So that'll be interesting. One of
1: the reasons, this is going to sound uber nerdy, one of the reasons why I love this book so much is when I was in high school, I took Russian as my language of choice. So there are very many Russian words that are interjected into the book as well. So that's one of the reasons that turned me on to the book. And the movie, in my opinion, is one of the most amazing movies and disturbing movies of all time. So uh, that is my November pick. Ooh,
3: can awesome, I say something really it? quickly
1: about
0: A Princess yes, of course. Hers? Um, I found out in researching the book that there was actually, before there was John Carter, there was Princess of Mars, the movie, with Antonio Sabato Jr. as uh, John Carter, and porn star Tracy Lords as Dejah Thoris. I want to see this! <laughs> I, you, <laughs> I The trailer is on YouTube. I have not found the actual movie. Um, it's got like a one-star rating on IMDb. I bet it's amazing. But the trailer, the tra- just the trailer is amazing. So Princess of Mars starring Antonio Sabato Jr. and Tracy Lords If <laughs> someone wants to watch it, report back and let me know how it is because I bet it's awesome.
2: Dropbox! I bet it is awesome. Dropbox, lol. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we, we we did it, guys. Yay, first episode. First
0: Success. one's in the
2: books. <laughs> yeah. I'll, 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 well, I I'll see me saying that i will be up like on monday won't really affect anyone who's listening (laughs) because you're listening to it so (laughs) you know that
1: and it has to be approved by itunes
2: well no (laughs) we're not not gonna we're not we're not running right into itunes we're gonna we're gonna run into itunes when we have a little bit of a back catalog so probably by like october i'll break (laughs) 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 probably like by october Okay. So yeah, thank you. Well, oh yeah. So if you're you're you might be listening right now to my exciting theme music that I wrote for the show. <laughs> lol <laughs> It's like in the background, flying around. Uh, oh, we we don't have like a proper send off. Oh well, do you want do you want to come up with a send off? Oh God! Anyone? Um... I don't know. Oh, my gosh. A- I, I it. Awkward silence. I <laughs> Hashtag pressure. <laughs> Hashtag pressure.
0: Art is art. Hashtag pressure.
2: Oh, well, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, just, we'll just end it with this. Thank you for joining us. If you have any comments <laughs> about anything we discussed on the Emperor's Soul or the Six Gun Terra, please email us at nivisnivinfica.gmail.com or if you want to talk about our Prince of Mars, we can still take those emails now. I mean, why not? Why won't we take those emails now? And we'll read them on the show because that's what we do. And we'd like to thank Angela Fowler for being our first fan message. Yay! <laughs> a fan. Yay! A fan. <sighs> clap, 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 clap. Thank you for joining us. Have a nice night. Bye.
3: later Bye! In Texas, there's a really great barbecue place that is also attached to a gas station.